Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 271 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we begin a new week of study of our Come Follow Me materials. Studying this week, uh, the week of October the 10th to October the 16th in Jeremiah chapters 1 uh, 1 to 3, 7, 16 to 18 and 20. Just to make it easy, I'm just going to say Jeremiah 1 to 20 this week because um, there's a lot of different chapters selected to study uh, in our study. So um, let's dive straight in, really. Uh, Jeremiah uh, is the largest book in the Old Testament when you look at the words, the amount of words in it. Not the amount of chapters, of course, that I think that belongs to the book of Psalms. Uh, but in terms of the actual number of words in it, it is the longest. So uh, we'll have a look and see. Uh, we've got two weeks on it. Uh, so let's see what we can get uh, from this book. So Jeremiah chapter, we're going to focus, first of all, uh, on how prophets are called to speak the Lord's word. And uh, obviously, with this, uh, I think that we can also apply some of these principles to us as well in what we are called to. Uh, Jeremiah chapter 1, uh, verse 5 says, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee and ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. So this is probably the most well-known uh, verse in the church, uh, where, which um, teaches us the principle of pre-mortal life, and how also... At least those who are prophets are foreordained to that call as well. But we also apply that principle to to all of us, really, and, and, the, and the missions and the uh, responsibilities that we are called to in this life. So uh, this is a really important verse for that, to help us understand that the Lord knows us uh, before we came to this earth. Elder Neil L. Anderson taught, quote, Our eternal perspective not only enlarges our understanding of those who are continuing their journey beyond mortality, but opens our understanding of those who are earlier in their journey and just now entering mortality. Each person who comes to earth is a unique son or daughter of God. Our personal journey did not begin at birth. Before we were born, we were together in a world of preparation where we received our first lessons in the world of spirits. Some may question if life begins with the formation of an embryo, or when the heart begins to beat, or when the baby can live outside of the womb, but for us there is no question that our spirit daughters and sons of God are on their own personal journeys coming to earth to receive a body and experience mortality. As covenant children of God, we love, honour, nurture, safeguard, and welcome those spirits who are coming from the spirit world. Close, close quote. Um, so this is a important principle, one which um, really, when you think about it, our understanding of the plan of salvation is... Um, it is really built upon is one of the things is that we live before this life and that this world that we live on was built, was created uh, for this purpose of bringing these spirit children that were alive and conscious before uh, they came to earth, but they needed this mortal journey, this mortal experience to, to learn and to progress further. So uh, that is a fascinating uh, insight really uh, into, you know, how, this is part of this plan that we that we lived before this earth. 
So in verse 6, Jeremiah responds, and we often stop there when we're reading Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5. We often use that verse to speak about premortal life, as we should. But there is further context to this. Uh, Jeremiah responds and says, um, Our Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a, I am a child. Um, so straight away, Jeremiah expresses his um, his personal view that he is not capable of fulfilling this call. That he is not able to fulfil uh, this prophetic call that he has given, and how many times have we seen that uh, throughout the uh, the Old Testament and in other scriptures as well? Um, we see it often. Paul H. Dunn said, quote, "Do you think it is difficult to be a prophet? As you read the scriptures, you cannot help but be impressed with the fact that the calling of a prophet is the most is a, is a most difficult assignment." In fact, you'll be astonished to find that when some of the prophets first received their callings, they pleaded with the Lord not to send them forth. These men felt incapable. They felt there were others who would be more readily accepted. But in spite of their own feelings to the contrary, they went forth and delivered their messages because God had called them. Close quote. So, firstly, uh, for us, this reminds us and teaches us that uh, it is important to follow the Lord's prophet today, uh, that they are called of God and that they are were foreordained to be so. I mean, I think that we readily accept that people like Moses and Jeremiah and Enoch were all foreordained because it often says about how they were in the scriptures. But do we uh, believe and accept that President Russell M. Nelson was foreordained uh, to be called as a prophet on the earth today? I hope we do, um, because it is the same principle. He is also one of the Lord's prophets. Uh, but also this principle that when we are given a call or a responsibility or an assignment, uh, that the Lord will sustain us and help us, that we may feel inadequate. And that's OK. That doesn't mean we shouldn't accept the call um, because the Lord will help us through it. It may well be that the the success of this offer, if the offering of this call is just to even just develop us. Um, you know, we don't know why we receive certain assignments or calling from the Lord. But similar to trials and difficulties, we don't know. Uh, and we should accept uh, those callings and all responsibilities and move forward. Uh, and in fact, the Lord then says that he will support him. He says in verses 8 and 9, Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee. Saith the Lord, then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said unto me, behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. Um, so he's promised Jeremiah that he will give him the words that he needs to say uh, and that he will be able to do uh, what the Lord asks him to do, for he will give him that strength. Um, which, again, is a good reminder to us about how he will, he will give us the things we require in the moment. Uh, with with what he desires us to do. Um, the Lord continues in chapter 1 to teach Jeremiah that the people will indeed reject him, that uh, what he is called to do is going to be a very difficult thing. Uh, you have to wonder, you know, just how much of um, his role, Jeremiah knew, uh, was going to be difficult because, of course, he is the prophet that will see the the fall of Jerusalem uh, because of their wickedness. Uh, there are a number of prophets teaching at this time, including Lehi, of course, remember. Uh, Lehi was called to take his family and leave this uh, difficult situation after trying to share and, and testify to the people uh, and to make sure that 
the promises of the, the branch of Jacob would be able to be fulfilled. Um, but with um, Jeremiah, he is called to stay and to see and to witness and to be a part of this destruction and this sorrow. Um, and he knows to a degree that the people will not really accept what he's going to say, but he is yet still called to give them that opportunity. And that shows, again, the mercy of the Lord, uh, that he will always reach out to us, uh, no matter what he believes and knows our reactions will be. In uh, Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 19, it says, And they shall fight against thee, but they shall not prevail against thee. For I am with thee, saith the Lord, to deliver thee. He promises Jeremiah that he will protect him and that he will be able to do what he is required to do, uh, but he will be protected to do so. So tomorrow uh, we will continue with the principle that prophets are called to speak the Lord's word. We won't necessarily go into Jeremiah chapter uh, 2 uh, at this stage, but we'll skip ahead to kind of cover this principle and then make our way around the other chapters to cover off anything else that we learn from these these sections. So thank you very much uh, for joining us today. Uh, please join us again tomorrow as we continue through Jeremiah to learn more about this prophet, who again, as I mentioned yesterday, I don't really know as much as I'd like to. So I'm looking forward to learning more uh, about this uh, important prophet, who, as I say, uh, not only witnesses the fall and the um, enslavement of Jerusalem, but also sees some of their return as well. Uh, his view and his teachings will be an important part of this Old Testament journey. So see, we'll see you tomorrow. Until we meet again.